welcome. It's <laughs> <That's> all loud. <laughs> you can't make me laugh like that. Okay. Hello. Welcome to da- Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. I'm Julia Callahan. Um, we are doing, uh, we're talking about Dawson's Critique. Or, fucking Jesus. We're we'll get an Dawson's intro. Dawson's Creek. I am trying to season write one. Season two, we're going to have an intro. We will. We'll be better about having an intro in season two. Give us a break. Um, we're the only ones judging ourselves. I know. Nobody has once mentioned it to us. But whatever. Um, so we are watching uh, Dawson's Creek week by week. We are spoiler free podcast. Um, so if you haven't watched the series yet, you can be sure that we're not going to give anything away. Mm-hmm. Um, so today we are talking about beauty contest episode 12, <laughs> the penultimate episode of season one, um, because season one was the mid season replacement mm-hmm. um, started in January. So there are only 13 episodes. This guy originally aired May 12th, 1998. And was written by Dana Barada, right. who we're fairly certain is a woman, mm-hmm. and directed by Arvin Brown. Um, he did some episodes of Everwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rizzolian Isles. I think it was a Berlin Tea joint. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Rizzolian Isles and NCIS, among many right. others. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of those guys that does Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the way this show was. Yeah, like, I was thinking about this the other day, that, like... This show was like kind of on the front edge of like the showrunner being a part of the show mm. as like Kevin Williamson definitely like you knew that name and you knew he was associated with it. But like I and, think you knew Winnie Holtzman in my so-called life. I and don't it was think also you knew the, it at the time. It was a 30 something. Yeah. There, so like it was when that was sort of starting to trickle in. Right. Yeah. Like nowadays you're like, who's the showrunner? Right. Like right, I want right. to know. Yeah, yeah. Like these are names that we all kind yeah. of know. Yeah. Um, but back then, who cared? No one cared. I think people did. No. I remember my parents talking about the, the my so-called life because of the showrunners. Right, right, right. But like that was like the first one ever. I don't think you were like I don't think you were like, "Oh my god, you know what's so great is that like the crew, the the guy who writes." I think my parents did talk like that stuff for real. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the showrunner names weren't like people didn't know it. Like I mean, they we didn't now. as kids. Right. But like I feel like well, anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, okay, let me read you. Okay, so beauty contest. Capeside's annual Miss Windjammer contest has a couple of unusual contestants this year. A tomboy, Joey, and a real boy, Casey. <laughs> so, what? It says that? Yeah, oh, my I God. I wish that I was kidding oh on some of these. <laughs> well, like, I was like, real man. That. Yeah. Unpack oh, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. As Dawson watches Joey transform into the beauty she really is, he finally sees her the way she wants him to. But is that what she really wants after all? Mm. Um... So, okay, so this week, I don't know, I, I get I get those news clips off of a Wikipedia page. Right. And it's like, eh, there was like an India-Pakistan thing uh-huh. um, that was like, like, well, it was, it wasn't even that. It was like India, like, like was building something and then J- Japan and the U.S. put sanctions on them. Oh. That's what happened this week. So I was like, okay, I mean. <laughs> That's it? What's <laughs> happening with the Canon Star? It's like this week is a little dead. It's like last week there was something and next yeah. week there's something. But like it's like this week in history right. was a little dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I put the number one movie. Okay. 
was Deep Impact. Oh, I was an Armageddon person, but you yeah, were an Armageddon person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you that I have seen neither of those movies, even to this day. Are you serious? Yep. Oh my god, really? <laughs> I've never seen Armageddon or Deep Impact. You didn't see them in the theater? No. Whoa. Didn't care. But that was like, they were the huge movies. I remember seeing them with my friends. Yeah, no, totally. No, I didn't care. Um, and then the number one song was Too Close by Next, which if I play right. it for you right now. You oh, I know that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like a classic dance song. Oh, yeah. It was great. Cool dance I like, I, when it said, like the, the website I looked it up on, uh-huh. I was like, what song is that? And then I YouTubed it. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. know this one. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Okay, so we opened in Dawson's room. Yep. Okay, we're 11 for 11. I know. <laughs> just really committing more. to I it. Know, they committed to it. They're like, even though we interject that weird-ass episode that didn't really make sense last episode, we're yeah. committing to... We're committing to uh, it. At least a structure. Yeah. Oh, but I was telling Aaron that last episode... We, we were complaining in that last episode that like it seemed out of order. Right. And on the DVD liner notes, that one is flipped with double date. Like, yeah. double date's supposed to come after that. So maybe it actually was out yeah and that kind of makes sense yeah um so dawson is watching i said dawson is watching birds do it bees do it which i don't think is the actual movie he's watching but that's <laughs> so, the one that i was made to watch i don't remember watching some kind of birds science. do it bees do it it's a real movie i believe it yeah but we didn't have to and it's have an at home science uh video that oh, we no, watched no, no. <laughs> i don't know if you caught this aaron he's not watching it like because it's it's in class it's part of his visual aid for his paper that he's writing it doesn't make sense (laughs) it's super weird that really doesn't make sense and so um so like immediately we're in a metaphor right joey like immediately makes this um joey's there yeah and she immediately makes this a metaphor right dawson is like how does the praying mantis know that she's attracted to the other praying mantis because they all look the same right and Joey kind of like brusquely goes instinct unlike people. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. She's like the media makes people think that they need to date like heroin chic models and like. Listen, follow. Joey actually gives a pretty good sociological like breakdown of how humans find other humans attractive. Yeah. And, like how culture <laughs> is like very like much a part of that. Right. But. And um, modern technology too. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, it's not really like. <laughs> That's not really where she's coming from. <laughs> I think she is. That's kind of like the woke uh, young teen. Yeah, I guess. I guess that yeah. time, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. or it's like, I don't know. Yeah, like we all like wanted to be Kate Moss, but then also knew that it was fucked up that Kate Moss was looking like Kate Moss. Well, I think we all were like, hey, remember when Kurt Cobain died from heroin? Maybe <laughs> yeah. we shouldn't glorify this like lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, technically, he died from a gunshot wound, but heroin was involved. Right, right, right. right. Um, so I, I said this is the first episode where like the theme song starts playing like really I know. early. Yeah, this will be a theme. Like that yeah. happens more. Yeah. Um, and that's what I always remember, and that's I think sometimes why I miss the Paula Cole yeah, so yeah. much. No, because it was really distracting. Because I'm like trying to take notes, but I'm like, <laughs> wait, why are they already playing the theme song? I'm like stuff's still happening. But like it used to be that like in those sections it would just be the like exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you like knew something was coming and you were like oh i'm getting into this like yeah, i'm so it was excited like, now the epi- this is what the episode's gonna be about yeah like, yeah this week on dawson <laughs> exactly know? exactly have metaphors about desire right. and attraction right and you would get that kind of like you would like work up into it mm-hmm. so that like when the credit actually came up 
when it said Dawson's Creek, it would be like, I don't want to wait, right, yeah, yeah. you know? And I was yeah. just like, oh, God, it's perfection. <laughs> <laughs> so we are at the ice Wait, house. wait, wait. So oh. Dawson says that Joey might be right, that some attraction is based on animal instinct. Right. And Joey sort of like shrugs and walks away like she doesn't have the slightest idea. And then we cut to the like opening title card okay you know so like so the the the, the theme song sort of builds us through that like right and that little button on the end of yeah, the yeah 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 sorry at the ice house go for it yeah so we're at the ice house and dawson is explaining to us the audience <laughs> via jen, jen yeah about this thing called windjammer days that's like an annual thing i guess where it's like a week long like last grab at the tourist dollars where they do like events at the country club and it all like culminates the capeside yacht club oh sorry yeah the yacht club and the end of this week long thing is a beauty pageant yeah and they kind of like he talks shit on it and joey's kind of snarky about it and like yeah he's like it's blue blood like it's this blue blood tradition and joey's like it's fucking sexist and racist and (laughs) classist and and everything all kinds of bullshit yeah which she's probably not wrong uh no she is definitely not wrong you know (laughs) yeah spoiler for the episode (laughs) um and jen kind of reveals she's like oh my god my mom used to enter me into like little miss contests before i could say no yeah and um so we kind of learn more about her mom too yeah we get a little glimpse and dawson says that gail is gonna be one of the judges wait first dawson oh he says that yeah earlier but but first dawson says like what did you twirl a baton yeah and she's like what's that supposed to mean yeah what is that supposed to mean i don't know like i guess he's being (laughs) shitty about it but like she admitted that she didn't consent to this and her mom made her do it and then he's like talking shit to her right she's like yeah i didn't want to do it either i don't know what to tell you (laughs) like what the fuck's happening yeah okay and then he's like kind of fucked up to her. Yeah, I said he's clearly trying to goad Jen here into something, but I was like not quite st- sure what this strategy was. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you should enter because you're beautiful. Yeah. Like everyone knows you're beautiful. And she just like, and while he's saying this, Joey gets uncomfortable and leaves. She's and like, serving. She's working. Yeah. But and then Jen just kind of like gets up and leaves. She goes, my baton twirling days are over. And then Pacey's like, okay, what the fuck are you doing yeah. with these backhanded ass comments? Like that's a fucking twisted ass way to get this girl back. Right. Well, and like, and, and, you know, Joey and Jen sort of like in that exchange, like they kind of look at each other, like they kind of have a moment where they look at each other like this fucking guy. Yeah. And then Pacey is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And Dawson's like, well, I figure like I'll just insult her and like, like his Pacey's (sighs) just like, dude, you need to get over this. Jen clearly has. And then Dawson says, I ha- I think I have gotten over it. I'm just like picking on her, basically. And I was like, fucking no, seriously? He says winning her back has become a game to me. He said that out loud on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking gross. Yeah. It it's is so gross. It is. And yeah, uh, it's a lot. Yeah. 
I'm trying to have space for Dawson, but I haven't found any. <laughs> I feel like you've found more in this podcast than you normally do. Oh my god! I'm people gonna say I know. I'm, I know some people have like written us and said that I'm Aaron too doesn't mean to Dawson. Yeah, that Aaron's too mean to Dawson. But I want to tell you, just like as a person who has <laughs> talked to Aaron Hensley about Dawson's Creek for literally 20, 18 years, um, she's giving him a lot more space I than try. normal. Oh my god, he's <laughs> such a piece of shit. He is not the greatest. <laughs> not like I need to win her back so I'm gonna be fucked up to her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, so inside the ice house like Jen approaches Joey who's like kind of bummed, she's counting her tips and which are not, not that much, much. yeah she's like oh god and <laughs> and you know J- Joey reveals again like I just need to get a fucking scholarship I'm trying right. to save all my tip money just trying to do whatever it takes to get the fuck out of here right she's trying to save for college and and you know she's she basically says like right now Capeside uh, Community Vocational Institute is like where I can afford yeah like and Jen's positive and it's like you'll get out don't worry you'll get a scholarship and I just wrote this this class is such a treatise on the fucked upness of the work what we do to the working class like yeah. I, I I'm like don't worry a scholarship like (laughs) the odds of you getting a scholarship is going to really determine the rest of your future right and like Jen shows her class a little bit that she's like well you know that's what's available to you know people who can't afford college is scholarships yeah you'll get a scholarship because you're great and like Joey's like the reality is like I cannot count on that and she's like I'm not gonna get a full scholarship right we are gonna watch him graduate from high school so yeah yeah. we'll see you know this kind of like well they, they have that and then Joey kind of tells or I mean Jen kind of tells Joey like you know I was hoping that like now that Dawson is in a wedge between us like maybe we could be friends yeah yeah and I was like yes please I know and And Joey's receptive to it well first she's kind of gruff about it well and yeah. then and then she, she says it's super weird she's like what are we gonna like paint our nails and whatever and she i'm like says, does, we don't have to wash each other's hair or paint each other's nails do we which like same i okay, don't want to do but that but does bessie not have any friends like i mean she doesn't seem to what joey thinks girlfriends do is so off base yeah. and so twisted and it just doesn't make any sense like she didn't see her mom have any friends she didn't see her sister have any friends it seems no it's so dark yeah that's so dark so, um so then uh, in the halls at school, like Pacey is like seems very all over the place. He's throwing shit on the floor out of his locker. It's really sad. And he's and Dawson comes up and he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and he said that his dad like really laid into him about his grades and he's failing all of his classes. And it's just, <laughs> just like a total piece of shit to him. Right. Like he's underachieving and, and he's not sporty and he's a fuck up and like, oh. you know, all this shit. And then, um, you know, Dawson's like, well, you can crash at my house for a few days if you want. I I feel like here's this thing, right, about the Learys, right? Is that like, I feel like the Leary house is such a safe spot for these kids. You know what I mean? Like for Joey right. and for Pacey, like that's what it seems like, right? They right, go there. Right, right. They don't go to their houses. They go there when they need something. But then why don't they like take people in full time? I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good I think that's a complicated question. You know, like like the like Pacey's dad probably wouldn't let Mitch and Gail take him in full time. But Pacey's like my dad said whenever I want to become emancipated, he'd sign the papers. Right. But like, do you think that's like only if he's gonna rent this apartment? He like shows Dawson an apartment clipping. Uh-huh. Oh my god, and it's two hundred and fifty dollars a month, which <laughs> nearly gave me a heart attack. 
<laughs> it's really funny. He's like, oh, look, here's an apartment. I just need first and last. It's 250 a month. And, I, like, and, died. and then Dawson's like, whatever, like Milton Street. <laughs> That's like our only tenement. <laughs> What's happening? It's a lot. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of information packed into that. I know. There's Dawson's all like classes. Like, you can't move there. You certainly should live in your fucked up home environment. Right, right, right. Like, he does this no space for him. Like, going through this real trauma, you know? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, my note was Pacey's dad seems like a real son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't met him yet, but like, the the stories we've heard are not great. Yeah. Also, did you, I was going to say, did you know people who moved out and lived on their own in high school? I did not. Oh, yeah, I did. I knew knew a few. No. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah, I knew. I knew probably four or five. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. No way. I mean, it's crazy. (laughs) You know, and I know that I knew a few of them, their home stories. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. To leave that. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. I Um, mean, I'm positive it existed where I grew up. I just didn't know anyone who did that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's twisted. But like I said before, I went to a magnet school. So it just is like a different demographic of people. Yeah. It's just the reality. Yeah. Well, and I went to a public high school in a small town. Yeah. Um, So, okay. So then Pacey like asked Dawson if, if he can help um, to make some extra money in covering the Windjammer pageant, which Dawson is doing for the news station. Yeah. Um, And Dawson's like, oh, I'm doing it for free. Yeah. Yeah. The only person who's getting paid is Miss Windjammer. The prize is $5,000. And Pacey's like five thousand bucks, fuck yeah! And and D- Dawson says your your God given ability to pee standing standing up renders you unqualified. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like well, um, and Pacey says like gender discrimination rears its ugly head. <laughs> it's it's really weird. It's very weird. This whole conversation's really weird. Yeah, because Dawson's a fucked up piece of shit to his best friend, who's mm-hmm. revealing this trauma and this real, uh, you know, just really difficult situation he's going yeah. through, <laughs> and then. Da- or Pacey, on the other hand, is just being like totally fucked up about like just the world we live in He's yeah like, oh it sucks that i'm a white man and like <laughs> uh, i'm only not getting that five thousand dollars because of gender discrimination <laughs> yeah that's not true but <laughs> okay yeah, man yeah. but also like i'm like i'm into it i think boys sure sign up for a beauty pageant who cares right i Do mean it. it's just like <laughs> the yeah. whole concept of beauty pageants is is really interesting and weird yeah. to me <laughs> yeah. we'll get into the gender dynamics of it in a bit yeah um so then in the cafeteria joey and jen are in line getting food and jen's like you know joey you're like the prettiest girl in school and joey is like she cannot handle it <laughs> and jen's like why do you always look like i'm hitting on you when i give you a compliment right okay so i have a couple of things here one run off together. Please, good God, <laughs> leave these men behind. <laughs> go, go, ladies. And then, two, like I really feel Joey deeply in that mm-hmm. I, I am, I'm still terrible at taking compliments. Why? Um, I don't know. They make me very uncomfortable. Um, why? <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I haven't talked to my, I haven't talked to my therapist a lot about this. <laughs> I've only been in therapy for two and a half years. <laughs> we haven't talked. We haven't come to this yet. <laughs> but on the to-do list. <laughs> on the to-do list. But um, I mean, I'm a Leo, so I'm like, compliments, bring it on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I know nothing about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius 
so I don't know if that means anything, but I, I think like, okay, so I have, I do have like a thing that I wrote, mm-hmm. um, which is that Joey says it makes her feel uncomfortable. I think it's partly a self-esteem thing right. on Joey's behalf, like that she knows she's not pretty. She's like, I think nobody, probably nobody really tells she her. She know she's not pretty. She thinks she's not pretty. Right, right, right. She thinks she's not pretty. But nobody, I'm guessing, you know, nobody really tells her that, mm. you know, on a, on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. So... She's not hearing she's not hearing those like right things. Um in addition, my queer theory of Joey Potter, uh-huh. that she is like a queer character. Yeah, yeah. Um I think that like before coming out as queer, um, having someone of the same sex compliment you, mm-hmm. you don't is, like, like the way it makes deeply you feel. uncomfortable yeah, yeah. because like you don't know how to react to, to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like to mm-hmm. me, like that's where that seems like it comes from from Joey a little bit. Is right. that like if this very pretty woman mm-hmm. is saying that you're beautiful, like there's this part of you like can't file that in the right file yet right, where right, it's right. like, it doesn't have to be sexual. Mm-hmm. Duh. But like when you're young, you know, I mean, it's the same thing when you're heterosexual and you're young and like a boy is like, Oh, you look cute. Right. Right. You know, like you're like, Oh, oh my God. He said he looked right. cute. Like, Oh my God. And like, you don't know where exactly to file that. Like he was, yeah, just, yeah. he was being nice to you and said something nice to you right, or like yeah. he wants to jump your bones. Like right, there's not like a way to file in which... that gaze. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so that's my, mm-hmm. that was my queer theory. <laughs> queer theory with Josephine Potter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, Jen's just like, you can never take a compliment. Like what's going on I know. here? And, you know? Sh- and she was like, when I was dating Dawson, I was like petrified that he would like wake, wake up, up one day and like realize how, how fucking beautiful, beautiful you, you are. are. Yeah. I also, I said on this, like, because I think these are really interesting concepts that these two talk about. Like, I I don't think it's a matter of him realizing Joey's pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that Dawson knows that Joey's pretty. But, like, realizing that he would like to, like, be in that kind of... Like, he has romantic feelings about her. Yeah. Like, I think that's where we're at. Well, the thing is, I've said it before. Like, his whole life, certainly, people have been like, you love Joey. Right. You, and it's been a taunt. So he's just really, like, pushed that down. And I think she's done it, too. Like, you know, and it's been like, we're friends, we're friends, we're friends, we're friends, you know? Which is why it's this complicated thing between the two of them of, like... Okay, well, I kind of think it's more than friends, but what does that mean? Right. You know, does it mean that we should be boyfriend and girlfriend? Or does it just mean that we're like super tight best friends or what? Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting because I've had I had a little group of friends when I was a, a very young kid that lived in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and it was mixed. Yeah. And I remember some of them like trying it for yeah. like a hot minute and then being like, eh, no, yeah. like we're not, that's not. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't what that was. It just yeah, we're exactly. Super close friends. And yeah. so like, I get that. I mean, we were, I think we were a little younger, like junior high when yeah, those yeah. testings happened. Yeah. But like, I sort of get that like, you know, this is definitely something where if you're, if you're both heterosexual and opposite sex, mm-hmm. you would like test this with your friend. Right. I mean, um, you're ultimately during this point in your life sorting out what love is, what desire is, yeah. what attraction is, yeah. you know? I mean, at this point and then for the next like 10 years. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucked <laughs> it's, it's literally no the worst fun. time in your no life. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Yeah. If you're in this time or in your early 20s. <laughs> don't like, envy you. <laughs> it, yeah. I don't envy you. And we we went through it. Yeah. And, well, it's you'll, really hard. You'll perhaps hear some of the stories as we continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jen essentially is like, 
you know what? You should sign up for yeah. this beauty pageant. Right. Like the prize money is $5,000. That's a pretty good college nest day. Yeah. And, and you know, Joey's like, well, I don't know. Let's not get ahead of ourselves with this female bonding. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like she's like, I don't know about this. Yeah. Because Jen's like, you know, I'll, I'll coach you, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like Jen literally says, that $5,000 is a respectable college nest egg. And I was like, man, the 90s. <laughs> well, you know, our first year at Santa Cruz, the tuition was $1,200 a year. I do know that. $1,200. $1,200 oh, a year. Yeah. I I remember. It's literally increased 1,000 percent. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um. So we get our first shot ever at the Cape Side Yacht Club. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. here we are at the Cape Side Yacht Club. <laughs> if only the opening credits were like Game of Thrones where they like expand the world. And we're <laughs> so like, we could see where these things yeah. are. <laughs> Today we're going to see the Cape Side Yacht <laughs> yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Jen and Joey walk up to the signups and Dawson is filming his news fees. And yeah. we see Pacey trying to sign up. Yeah, and the like prissy woman that's like handling the table is like, nope, 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 nope <laughs> she's not nope. having it. And then he's like, "There's nothing that says I can't sign up in the rules, right?" Which is true. Yep, yep. Um, wait, when Joey and Jen walk up, I wanted to say Joey says like, "Why do I feel like I'm going to set the women's movement back 20 years?" And Jen res- responds, "She, Joey, you better start filling out that um, Ivy League college application." And I was like, second wave feminism meet mm-hmm. third wave feminism." Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like that little in exchange. I was yeah. like, here we are. That's where the divide is. Totally. And I and I think it's so interesting that like Joey is saying, you know, saying, I feel like I'm gonna set the women's movement back. I feel like that was such a thing. <laughs> and like my mom definitely would say it, you know. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm that's Well, it it's like almost like they the way I felt as a kid, so yeah. I can't really say if that's the way it really was the yeah. second wave, but it was like to be seen as pretty was a bad thing because that's like the male gaze right and you're kind of like fuck you there's nothing like the women should take that over we can take that over like we can't help that well yeah like it's just like you you're born the way you're born you know and like people desire you the way they desire you so that's like really not in your control and also like who cut fucking cares like this whole like looks things is so stupid to even worry about right. you know right. so who cares like yeah. someone who wants to compete in a beauty contest that has nothing to do with like like it's like their desire right you know to do it and especially since for like the way i always understood beauty pageants was that it was for college scholarships right that's so I don't I didn't really know anyone did right. it, and but it always was like that was like the trope of like you get a scholarship, you get scholarship money, you know. Yeah. I so, mean that's literally in Drop Dead Gorgeous. It's yeah, a, it's not a beauty contest; it's a scholarship program. Yeah, but and so like we still live in this fucked up world where like access to higher education is dependent on class. So like so there's something wrong with a woman who wants to go to an Ivy League school because she's using whatever she can to do it and if her looks are one of those things like she should be put down for that i mean and and the thing is too we live in a world where you know a lot of male athletes i mean female athletes get a scholarship too Mm -hmm. to college but like a lot of times you know you have to be athletic Mm -hmm. to get a scholarship that's not based on merit um well you also have to go to a division one school that then also has to have right you know, programs available. Right. right. 
So, you know, there's that too, where like, this is another way that like women can earn money to do that, to yeah. go to college. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. It's some classes, sexist <laughs> shit. And, and I think like, you know, I think like what third wave feminism was sort of talk about is like, it is fucked that like one of the things that women can do to earn money to go to college mm-hmm. is like compete based on their looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is fucked up. But we're yeah, not it's like we're not saying that isn't fucked up. But what we are saying is that the women who choose to once compete you in this way, yeah. break the glass ceiling, then it's broken and you can lead the paths for other people getting. Well, there. and like if you choose to engage in that, yeah. you're not fucked up. No. That's what society has given you. Yeah. To yeah. fucking compete in. Yeah. So meh. anyway, so Dawson follows Joey and Jen like away from the table where Pacey is. And sort of, you know, like to kind of a dick. He's like, oh, Jen, you've you decided to sign up. Yeah. Well, and and well, wait, but before he actually makes an argument for Pacey that I kind of agreed with, Uh which he said, you know, that a previous year, the previous year, a woman sued to join the boys football team. Why shouldn't Pacey be able to compete in Miss Windjammer? And I was like, yeah, great. Yeah. Like, do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he totally should compete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that girl should be able to play football. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, so then he's fucked up to Jen, and he and Jen are sort of talking, and, like, he doesn't really, I guess he doesn't clock that, like, Jen is helping Joey fill out the application. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so she's like, no, I'm coaching Joey. And she's like, I'm going <laughs> to, she's like, I'm going to go check out what's going on with Pacey. Yeah. It's like, see ya. See ya. And Dawson, Dawson cannot believe it. He's, he's like, like laughing. And what, like you're doing this? Yeah. This is a boss Joey line. Yeah. She's like, oh, so you think a D student with a Julius Caesar, Caesar haircut has a better chance of winning than I do? Yeah. He's Girl, such yeah. an asshole. Yes, he is. I mean, what Joey doesn't realize is Dawson's selfish with Pacey, too. He's more stoked on his news story actually being a story mm-hmm. now. Yeah, he is. And that's going to come back. You know, she's basically like, and he's I like, why to tell you about because this? Because he's like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, why would I tell you? Yeah, you're going to make me feel like an asshole for doing this. Yeah. And like, you know, it's humiliating that what I have to do. Yeah, to what I have to do in order to get five thousand fucking dollars is stand up in front of these people in a dress. <sighs> and like, I'm not super thrilled about this, but like five thousand dollars is five thousand dollars. Yeah. And he pulls the bullshit nice card card of like, oh, I would never laugh at you. Yeah. Come on, Joey. And she does the pretty woman <sighs> moment and says, you, you just, just did. did. <sighs> Fuck you, Dawson. Fuck you. And um, so then, like, in, we go in and there's the pre-meeting of the contestants. More Not ska. A, yeah. Ska music Oh, place. it's, it's you know, it's the, the chicken, chicken pox, pox band, <laughs> which I Googled. And um, they're Swedish. So you were right that they're all white. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Swedish ska. You'll remember from a previous episode, they had a, a ska song about racism. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, so then, like, we meet this lady, Hannah, who's like the fucking Nellie Olson slash Abby Morgan of this episode. Yeah. I don't necessarily get why all these people are played by different people. Like, I don't understand yeah, why that wasn't Abby Morgan. Abby Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> also, cause I love Abby Morgan and I would like her to come back, but, um, yeah, but whatever. So we, we're in this room and all the contestants are sitting there and this woman sits behind Pacey and they clearly know each other. Yeah. 
And um, he's kind of making fun of her for like her boarding school vibe and yeah. whatever. And like he, she's talking shit on him for being a loser or whatever. And then she says something extremely transphobic to Pacey. She says um, she never figured Pacey for a pre-op transsexual, but it makes sense. <laughs> and then just to show you where we were at with this discourse in the 90s, Pacey says, my sexuality is firmly in place. <laughs> I'm just going to say that those two things aren't the same. (laughs) So one of those is gender and one of those is sexuality. Wow. So I, this is show was, was written and made in 98. So just like Mm -hmm. it's 97, 98. So take it with the, you know, take that as it was, but (laughs) nothing really, nothing really (laughs) happened. I mean, it's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing really like super important happens in that. No, they just just, introduce. Yeah. You just introduce that girl. Yeah. So then um, at Jen's house, Joey is there. Or I guess she does say to him, like, you're worthless and you won't amount to anything. Yeah. So it's, again, a reminder of, like, everyone just thinks Pacey's a piece of shit. Right. It's just, like, it's so sad. It's very sad. Especially since we're supposed to compare him to his brother, Doug, who, like, we don't really know anything about Doug other than he's a police officer. And he pulled a gun on Pacey. Yeah. In the house. (laughs) But, like, in terms of the community, you're kind of like, I mean, I'm not, that doesn't. That's yeah. not a, a something to be like revered. Like, oh, he followed in his father's footsteps. Right. Okay. Well. <laughs> it's like an accomplishment, I guess. I mean, not really. But yeah, it's like I don't want to diminish people in the police force that work really hard. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of them are fucked up. <laughs> but like, you know, uh, well, it's not an accomplishment to just to be the son of a cop who becomes know, a cop. It just, like, doesn't make it's, sense. It's like by comparison, you're like, OK, so you're supposed to compare to that guy who's clearly a product of nepotism. Right. <laughs> no. OK. Well, so then we're at Jen's house. And Joey's got a book on her head (laughs) and is learning to walk in heels. It's so dumb. And I just said my my whole childhood, like I felt Joey so deeply because like my whole childhood was like basically people trying to teach me femininity. Right. And then and then like I was like, but that's not me. I don't want to walk in heels. I don't need a book on my head. I don't need a book on my head. Here. Like, please stop trying to teach I me. I always would ask my mom, like, nails. I don't understand. What does the book on the head mean? It means that you're standing up straight, but like No, I have such good posture and I still can't walk with a book on my head like, and heels. I, I don't know. it's just like a weird thing. So but my note is that here's the thing is that Katie Holmes does know how to walk in heels yeah. and is clearly actually pretty good at walking with right, a book right, on her right. head. Because she definitely like has to tilt to yeah. get the book to fall off. <laughs> And then she's like, wow, is this helping? Like, what the fuck are we doing? She's like, she's not super thrilled about this whole thing. Yeah. And then they have this really sweet moment. She's just like, why are you helping me, Jen? Like, I've been a first class bitch to you since you've arrived. That's the literal quote. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What? Why are you doing this? And Jen sort of says, you know, like, look, I don't I didn't have really many female friends in New York. And it seems like you You don't don't have any friends, girlfriends here. And like, doesn't it feel like we're missing out on something by not having female friends? Yeah. And like, yes, ladies, you are. <laughs> you are definitely 100 percent. 100 percent. And then Joey's like, whatever. She's like, oh, well, aren't you more interested in hanging out with the pep squad? Right. <laughs> and Jen's just like, no. no. <laughs> Why? I don't hang out with them for the same reason you don't. Which yeah. Is that, like, I don't have anything in common with them. But I want to hang out with you. Yeah. Like, what's going on here? I think, I mean, for me, Joey, it's like, that's her self-esteem shit. Like, right. Is that she's just like, 
you know, why would you want to, okay, you want to be friends with women. Why would you want to be friends with me? Right. You know, and I think Joey doesn't see what she has to offer Mm -hmm. of like, she's actually, I mean, that cynic shit. I mean, if you're coming from New York too, like Joey's a pretty great, like New Yorker trapped (laughs) trapped in a small New England town. Um, But you know, she's smart and she doesn't take shit. And there's like tons of reasons why someone would want to hang out with Joey. You know what I mean? Especially someone like Jen, who, like, she's upper crust New York, so she went to, like, good school. She's probably pretty smart, too, you know? And, like, (laughs) she wants to be able to, like, crack jokes about (laughs) the patriarchy and weird shit, too, you know? So she's like, obviously, I want to be friends with you and probably someone like Mary Beth, you know? (laughs) Like, y'all are my vibe, you know? Yeah, totally. And and so... um, and Jen sort of says, you know, we'll work on this self-esteem problem later. But f- back now, back to, <laughs> you know, walking with a book on your head for whatever reason. <laughs> and we cut over to um, da- the Leary household. Where Mitch and, like, you know, parallel, Mitch and Dawson are helping out Pacey. Who is terribly singing Frank Sinatra. He's very <laughs> so bad. It's so dope. He's very bad. And he's in front of a wall that has, like, a busty, <laughs> like, like, wench. Oh, I didn't even oh my god, I like got really distracted by it. It's like seems like it should be on the front of a ship. Okay. But it's it's just on the wall. I was like, what? at first I was like, well, whose house are we in? And then I realized it was the Leary's house. And then I was like, does Gail allow that? Like, what the fuck is that? Sorry. Go back and look. It's very odd. Okay. Um Mitch is like super underwhelmed. Yeah, he's like, like, Do you know how to do anything but sit? Like, yeah, this what is are your good. other talents, you know? And Dawson's like, we'll work on that. What yeah. are you doing for your evening, evening wear? And Pacey sort of like suggests that he could wear a dress. He's like, I could get my hands on a red number that my sister wore as a bridesmaid. Which like, okay, I'm just going to back up. And like, I know this is supposed to be a joke, but like if Pacey were to seriously wear a dress, uh-huh. I would be down with that. Yeah. Don't jokingly wear it. Like, but seriously wear it. Sure. Right. Fine. But he says, no, Dyson's kind of like, no, you have to be serious about this. Yeah. So he's like, like, if you want to win, you need to take this seriously. Yeah. So he's like, you know, wear a tuxedo, basically. So Dawson's like, if you want to win, you need to take this seriously. And like for a split second, I was like, well, is Dawson a supportive good friend and then he was like because if you win my piece will be taken by the associated press and maybe cnn so he's just being a selfish motherfucker yeah he is like definitely very concerned about how his piece is gonna run yeah no he's where he's like he clearly is just like this is an opportunity for me to get on like the evening news or whatever and, uh, he's so selfish yeah it's like i swear i was like oh wow he's being a good friend and then i was like no no no, no. see whenever i give him space he just fucking slaps me in the face and then mitch is like you know <laughs> you're like, being a political activist so like, funny mitch is like kind of digging at dawson but dawson's too obtuse to notice yeah he's like oh you're a political activist yeah. look at you oh, and then pacey's like i'm just trying to make some extra cash yeah, like, i just need five thousand dollars so i can move the fuck out and mitch just laughs yeah i mean that's that's what it's that's, that's what you should do <laughs> yeah so joey we're back at joey and jen's or with jen yeah and joey's like so how's what? it going with dawson yeah, and and Jen's like, we're trying to figure some shit out, but you know, we're taking our time and and like, there's time, like you know, and Jen's like, so how's it going with you and Dawson? And Joey's like, you know, 
Dawson will always see me as this gawky girl down the creek with right. bandaged knees. Like a loose pink tail. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's all we are. And yeah. And then we cut over to Dawson and Pacey and Pacey. Dawson asked Pacey if he's talked to Joey lately. Mm-hmm. And Pacey's like, I haven't talked to her since, since our, our tour night of naked face sucking. <laughs> oh, and I Dawson, I know. Dawson's a little green. And then I said right here, my note is, I wonder if the scare episode was just added in or moved somehow because it seems like it do- does not fit into this yeah. timeline. Because it doesn't. <laughs> it does not. Um, so Dawson says that Joey's been avoiding him. And yeah. like he he's like, I miss her when she's not around. Yeah. And Pacey thinks that this means that Dawson is like, he's like oh, admitting that he likes you're Joey. You're finally admitting this. Yeah. You're finally telling me this. Yeah. <laughs> and and Dawson's like, no, oh. no, we're just friends. Like, I don't think of Joey in a romantic context. I think of her like a sister. <laughs> <laughs> and so Pacey says, so you're saying you don't want to be with her, but you also don't want anyone else to be with her. Which is fucked. Zing. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> thank you, Pacey, for calling him out. Yeah, thank you, Pacey, for saying that. And that seems like it's exactly That's what exact Dawson truth. wants. Yeah, it's exact truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Not great, not great, Bob. <laughs> um, so then at the yacht club, Dawson is like conducting the pre-interviews, and Joey's like, "Motherfucker, Dawson like, is doing these Dawson and Joey or Jen's like, "Don't worry, don't worry. It's yeah. just like the pre-interview. It'll be fine." Yeah. <laughs> and so when Joey sits down, well, uh, we're introduced to this girl. Yeah, Hannah. No, no, the other one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Roberta, Roberta, something or other, and. <laughs> They're like, oh, um, so what are you doing? Like, you know, what, what do you, what's going on with you? And she's like, oh, I'm just, I got into Juilliard, but I'm deferring for a year to go to the Peace Corps. I mean, she's like, Roberta's pretty impressive. (laughs) Don't you need your college degree to go to the Peace Corps? Oh, do you? I don't know. It's like an 18 year old's like, I'm doing the Peace Corps, then I'm going to Juilliard. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Oh, I didn't see. I was like, oh, she's so impressive. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Anyways, mm-hmm. whatever. I was the core demographic for this show. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Um, so, so then Joey sits down and does her pre interview with Dawson. And it's like, what the one of the questions is like if you could commit like a crime basically without in without like um any like retribution uh what would you do and she said that she'd rob a bank so she didn't have to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i mean he's a little bit of a good friend in this moment where he's like dude take this seriously yeah 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 you know what she needs to right but but so she's gruff like, that she has to, he's the one asking her questions. He's like, oh, well, what advice would you have for your kids? And she's like, I'd want them to treat people how they want to be treated. Yeah. And he's like, okay, and where would where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. And she's just like on a dig in Tunisia, like on a research vessel in Antarctica. <laughs> and you're like, I mean, we're talking about when you're 20 years old, Jimmy. Yeah. Well... <laughs> I think uh, yeah and so and Dawson's kind of like shook he's yeah, like he's like I thought Bo- you wait was like Boston when you University. talk about getting out yeah. I thought you meant Boston University yeah. okay fuck you you never talk about her dreams a yeah b you motherfucker want to go to Hollywood yeah so what she can only get out and go to Boston but you can go like fucking 3,000 miles away right right well and then he's like 
Well, and I said, you know, it sounded like Joey wanted to be a scientist. So like, right. I, I was like, okay, let's keep an eye on that. Right, right, right. And then also, um, you know, I think like, I don't know. It's so interesting. Cause it's like, yeah, they haven't talked about this. <laughs> Like they but don't she talks talk about, about it future. all the time. Yeah. She wants to get out. And he never once thought like, oh, what are your dreams? It's like the world revolves around him. Well, I'm going to be a filmmaker. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Right. And he's like, you know, won't and you obviously this little girl down the creek, her getting out means like going like what, 40 miles away? Well, 100. Okay. Yeah. 100 miles away. Yeah. yeah. It's so no. And, dark. And, and he's like, you know, he's asking her, he's like, you know, well, won't you miss people? Won't you miss friends and family? Which like, she's like, yeah, I mean, of course, <laughs> but like, you know, life goes on and things change and like, you know, and they always, she's like, things change. They always do. Yeah. And like, even if you don't want them to change, they change. And even if you do want them to change, they change, you know, like it, <laughs> you can't stop it. Every day she misses her mother. Right. Like this is a girl who's had a, a parent that died. <laughs> yeah. And her father is in prison. Like, yeah. she's like, I know shit changes and sometimes you have no fucking control over yeah. it. You know, like, and I like, know that deeply and I live that truth every day. Don't talk to me about missing family. Right. <sighs> yeah. So then we go. It's like before the per- performance, you know, yeah. like before the thing. And then like, I don't know what to call a beauty pageant. Yeah. And Jen is like doing Joey's makeup. And like her hair is in curlers. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, that is actually very cute. It I is. really like this. And Joey's super nervous. And she's like, like why did I agree to this again? Did I do? What the fuck? Why am I doing this? And Jen gives her Vaseline and she's like, I want you to smear this on your teeth. And she's, Joey's like, starts to put it on her teeth. He's like, like, why? She's like, so, you know, you're smiling easier. And Joey's like, I have to smile? (laughs) You didn't tell me I had to smile? (laughs) I love it. so cute. I just like, because, because like. Well, the thing is, they're both good actresses. Yeah. So they're so good together. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe I'll cut this later, but like. In later seasons, Joey gets more smiley. Yeah. And so it's like weird that Katie Holmes is like so gruff and like kind of like not smiley. Right. You know? And so I don't know. It's it was I like that. Like there's that part. Anyway. So so then Pacey. But yeah, you're right. They are good actresses and they they have great chemistry together. Right. Like those two really do have good chemistry together. When they work off of each other, they're very good. Yeah. Because like Jen's trying to bring out like femininity in joey but in whatever terms she joey wants right she's not like being oppressive you know no no no. it's like a very thoughtful like authentic friendship yeah totally i agree do what you want but like you you know um and it's it's good i agree yeah so then pacey has to get ready in the closet (laughs) so dawson walks in and Pacey's like, don't you dare crack a closet joke. And Dawson's like, can't. It's too easy. Couldn't, yeah, yeah. couldn't possibly. <laughs> I mean, fair. Pacey sort of has this vulnerable moment where he's like, you know, am I a fool for doing this? Yeah. You know, and, and Dawson, to give him some space, yeah. is like, I think you have testicles of steel for doing this. Yeah. Like, this is a big deal, you know, and and then, and then he hands, he hands him Vaseline and says, my mom said to put this on your teeth. And Pacey's like, why? And he's like, no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I kind of love that. I loved it. So then there's like a montage, an evening wear montage. I just, my only note was metric fuck ton of sequins. And there's a black girl. So yay. Okay. Um, my boyfriend was actually watching this episode with uh-huh. me and he just couldn't stop cracking up at everything that they were wearing. Oh my God. He's like, oh my God, what's happening? Yeah, <laughs> what's going of, on? It's a lot of sequins and velour. Um, yeah. And so Pacey asked Jen if 
if uh, she did too good a job with Joey. Well, because Joey walks out and looks damn good. She looks stunning. And yeah. Dawson's like face is like, oh, yeah. Damn. You watch Dawson react to her and kind of see Joey for the first time. Yeah, it's like definitely the first like desire. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's had. Um, yeah. And I was saying like, I honestly wish they dragged this part of the season out more like people figuring out that they're attracted to each other like i like a good drag out on that yeah you know so so dawson sort of figuring it out i would have liked a little bit more time with but well it's definitely hard because the whole the way that they've dragged it out within him is people just saying over and over like she likes you she likes you you kind of like her too like every single character has said it to both of them you know even like tertiary characters Mm -hmm. and dawson is just like he doesn't want to... Ha- he never wants to have a conversation with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, nope. Nope, you're wrong. Yeah. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, you suck so bad. Yeah. He does. <laughs> so it's hard to really care when he, like... <laughs> when you see his face. Like, I will admit, 1998, Aaron was like, oh, wow, okay, he's starting to like her. Yeah. No, 1998, Julia was all in on this. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, this is what Joey wants, so I guess I want this for her. Yeah, totally. Even though he sucks. Um, but uh, you just don't care. I don't care that he's starting to like her. I have mixed emotions about it, which I'll get into in a second. Uh-huh. Um, but so, yeah, Pacey comes up behind Jen and is like, it looks like Cinderella's fairy godmother did a little too well. Yeah. You know, and I really I kind of liked that oh metaphor. And he says it looks like Prince Charming has found the owner of that glass slipper. Yeah. Um, about Joey and Dawson. Yeah. And Jen kind of squirms. I mean, Jen is like not super excited and is like, you know, if you have a point, I'd like it if you got to it, Pacey. Yeah. And it, and he just says, like, it seems like you're missing having Dawson's undivided attention. And and I don't know, I thought this was interesting that like that was something because I think 1998 Julia was like, yeah, Jen. Uh mm. and 2009 or 2020, Julia is like, you know, okay. I think there is a, t- I think that is a human emotion to be like this guy who was like totally devoted for me is now right. looking elsewhere. And well, like, she already admitted it was a fear of hers too. Yeah. And I when think they were dating. Right. You know? and, and I, right. Right. She admitted to Joey. Yeah. yeah. And I think like, that's very human and i like well, that's literally what pacey says right she's like what you think i'm not shallow and he's like no i think you're human that's true yeah that is what he says it's such a good scene it's i mean again scene. these two actors are really good too yeah so they're so good at it and Pacey's yeah. just such a thoughtful like i mean he does a lot of fucked up things you know yeah he does but uh he's so thoughtful that he and he's perceptive too you know and he's like he understands that she's going to feel complicated about this. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, it's, it's hard when someone who's had their undivided attention on you Mm -hmm. moves it. Right. You know, I mean, in adulthood, that's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's hard no matter what, but I think when you're a teenager, it's particularly hard. Well, also Pacey knows that if his two best friends start dating, he has, he's the, 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 odd the, the odd person out. out yeah so he probably has complicated feelings about dawson and joey potentially pursuing a romantic relationship yeah i'm sure he does because he has a fucked up life and he has no one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep, that's true that's yeah. true um 
So then Pacey is like, well, I got to go and goes out onto the stage in his tux. And he looks great in that tux. Yeah. And he's like, and he's charming and funny. There's sort of montaginess. Yeah, a montage yeah. of Pacey asking like the personal questions. And he's hilarious. And then and he that, kind of squats down behind Gail, who's yeah. one of the judges. He's like, how am I doing? And she's like, you're great. I love it. You're yeah. just keeping me awake. Yeah. You're cracking me up. You're yeah. Not- and she's so sweet. She calls him honey. Yeah. She's like, oh, honey, you're doing so well. Like, you know. Yeah. And he's like, so what? what are my chances of winning? And she's like, snowball's chance in hell, man. Yeah. Like, there's no way this conservative ass table is voting for you. Right. And he's kind of pissed. And he's like, you know, well, that's not fair. Like, whatever. And she's like, when, since when are beauty, beauty pageants, pageants fair? fair. <laughs> Which is like, point, Gail. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also wanted to say that there's a couple of black men in the background mm. cheering for people. Interesting. Yeah. It's like the, the people of color in this episode. So they're and, also members of the Yacht Club. Yeah, presumably. So cool. there you go. Um, So then backstage, Joey is getting ready for her talent. Which she is apparently <laughs> She's nervous to sing. not excited about. She's nervous to sing in public for the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And here it comes. And she, look, I've got like a page of notes oh about this. Oh my God. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So she's nervous. And Jen basically just pushes her onto the stage. Yeah. Which is like, good, Jen. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> go. you got to just push just people. Go. Yeah. Go, go, go. And Dawson sort of comes up behind Jen to watch Joey. And I said, like, to his credit, Dawson, like, has not been able to take his eyes off of her all night. Like, he seems, like, stunned at what he is feeling right now. Yeah. And he says to Jen, like, you did an incredible job with Joey. Yeah. And the piano music starts. (laughs) And Jen is like, tells Dawson, like, I miss our friendship. Yeah. But, like, and starts to maybe say that she wants Dawson back. Yeah. And then Joey starts singing. Okay. Oh my god. If you all listening do not know, I'm a musical theater nerd. <laughs> Aaron's gonna laugh through this whole thing. I'm a musical theater nerd. And in 1998, I definitely owned the cast recording of Les Miserables. Yeah. Because what Joey sings is this little song called On My Own from Les Miserables. Now, if you do not know. <laughs> The plot of Les Miserables. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. <laughs> However, there is this, there is a, a character called Eponine who mm-hmm. sings this song. And Eponine is in love with Marius. Marius is in love with Cosette. And Cosette mm-hmm. is in love with Marius. So you have this thing where those people are in love with each other. Yeah. And Eponine, at night, before the revolution. It's the night before the revolution. The French revolution. The, of 1848. And um, she is walking along the Seine and she is in her mind imagining what it would be like if Marius loved her. (laughs) And so the song is like, when I'm on my own, Mm -hmm. I get to pretend all these things. Right. I get to pretend that he's beside me. Mm -hmm. Um, So just like, I don't know, you know what's happening in this show. Put together what you will of why they used on my own from Les Mis for this. Um, so at the time, 1998, Julia, you felt like you were being spoken to. I mean, spoken to. I was like, holy mother of God. When that piano music started, I was like, no fucking way. I, I, I loved every goddamn second of it. Um. I'm going to say, I'm not going to critique Katie Holmes' 
singing. I'm not going to like my boyfriend burst out laughing. I'm not going to critique it. I'm going to say this. It doesn't sound like her. It. I think it is her though. Um, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm just, what I'm going to say is that that song requires the strongest female voice mm. in Les Miserables. Mm. The, there's a male part that's harder, but a female voice, mm-hmm. th- the strongest female voice has to sing that song. Mm. That is not an easy song to sing. Right. She does okay with it at the beginning. She has the sort of voice. I don't mm-hmm. think that she has the vocal range for it. it. You have to go. Yeah. And it's like, it requires one of those very belty Broadway voices. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, it, like Adina Menzel. It requires like an Adina Menzel voice. The thing is, like, there's nothing wrong with how bad she sings it. What's wrong with it is how long they let her sing it. <laughs> <laughs> And I would argue that the first part of it, she's actually okay. And but then there's so, that's the part that I couldn't stop laughing. It's but it's the, it sounds the, like a baby voice. The, yeah, she, that is. It does sound like a baby voice. <laughs> but the first ha- part of it, she's like she hits all the notes. Like it's not out of tune. She hits all the mm-hmm. notes and everything. It's the second part. There are some notes that I think she actually can't hit, <laughs> which is fine. Like we're not all Broadway singers whatever but then she finishes okay that's all i have to say i'm so sorry if you don't care about music <laughs> theater um so so she finishes and she looks directly at dawson well while she's singing yeah she keeps looking at him jen gets uncomfortable because she can tell guys dawson is finally seeing yeah. joey yeah and okay why is this song lasting so long it's my note and it ends and we see dawson loving it yeah and Jen's really sad. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go over to Pacey and Dawson. Yeah. And Pacey asks Dawson if he ever thought he had a chance of winning this. Right. And Dawson is like, no, no, you never did. <laughs> yeah. And so and and Pacey's like, you know, so what? This is just another notch in this like Pacey Witter yeah, the class so clown I'm bullshit. Always like the town joke, like, you know. And, yeah. And he's like, fuck this. Yeah. And so and he's Dawson's like, like, oh, God, what are you going to do? <laughs> and he storms out i don't know when this happens but he finds some blue paint yeah unclear where he finds it we're unsure yeah he spears it on his face he Uh takes off his shirt and jacket and is only wearing a vest Uh uh-huh uh-huh continue and he delivers yep the monologue from braveheart but like little altered Yes. But altered. It's the monologue in his head that yeah. he remembers, maybe. It's just And what kind of an accent is he rocking at this point, Aaron? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I mean, I think he thinks it's a Scottish accent. Uh-huh. It's about as good as Mel Gibson's Scottish accent in Braveheart. <laughs> it's an iconic scene. I mean, and it's so funny because I was like so excited, and then I was like, he literally says nothing in this scene. No. He says n- he's like he, he makes a point like he's gonna go out and like give him what's yeah. what and then says goddamn nothing no, they, they stuck with the on my own song for far <laughs> too long but they didn't give pacey any room to really play with that braveheart <laughs> that final braveheart monologue monologue yeah he just says the line that everyone remembers you may take my life but, but you know take my freedom, freedom yeah. you know mm-hmm. which my brother would always say like he's saying wife and i was like he's not <laughs> he's not and he's like, he definitely is saying wife. I was like, he he's definitely not. He's definitely not. 
Um, that was an ongoing Hensley your, twins. Your brother argument. also thought there was a word rendivious. I'm so like, sorry, Matthew, right under the bus, but I will never forget it. I was like, it's rendezvous. No. And he's like, no, it's not rendezvous. And I was like, when use rendezvous in a sentence, <laughs> I'll hear you out. Use it in a sentence. Can't be done. <laughs> oh, Matthew, I love you. Um, so. So then, like, backstage, Joey hears Hannah, like, talking to some the other girl, girl. The bitchy girl. Yeah. Talking to some other girl. Like, and in his dressing like, room, and she's like, if, it's so fucked up. If she wins, it'll be because of the sympathy card. Vote. Yeah. yeah. She's always talking about her life. It's so fucked up. Her, she has, she lives in a trailer. Not true. She, not true. It's a house. She lives in a, tra- and who cares? Yeah. <laughs> she lives in a trailer with her sister who's preg- impregnated by her black boyfriend. Oh, she like really emphasizes It's so black. dark. She's like, black boyfriend. And you're like, whoa, whoa. lady. Whoa, 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 whoa. And she was like, and her mom died of cancer and her dad's in jail. And she'll tell you all about it. And this is like, Joey's told us this happens to her all the time. Yeah. But this is the first time we are seeing it. See it. Yeah. Like there have been hints. Abby Morgan sort of said something shitty in the detention episode. But people say things to Joey's face maybe. But this is the first time we've heard people talking behind her back. Yeah. In a place where she can just hear it. Right. It's so twisted. It's fucked up. And Joey's like... Dawson sort of has walked up behind her as this is happening and so he's caught the, the last little bit of this yeah and she turns to like basically bail Bounce, and he yeah. he catches her and is like no no you have to go out yeah. there she's you know. like I can't believe I stooped this low for money right which like I hear but he's like it's not about the money anymore it's about showing these people like how great you are yeah and like I'm so proud of you for like what you just did but like yeah and he kind of says the thing that i always hate is like they're just jealous right like reinforcing that one should desire people to be jealous of them right nope nope Mm -mm. well and when she says like she's that she she basically says like i can't believe i stooped this low for money i I should have sold myself on the corner instead yeah and like i had this note of like let's just talk about like what we make poor people do yeah. to like go to college mm-hmm. like the fact that she has to do this to get money to go to college I know. is so fucked yeah so twisted. that is so fucked she has to like gr- grovel for a, a little yeah. bit of money so it's that she can so maybe sad. get out of this fucking situation it's so sad yeah i had this woman say to me once she was like it's so weird in california everyone goes to a state school and i was like what what do you mean she was like that just wasn't the way it was when i grew up what and i was like wait what but we like really have you know we have the higher education plan master plan yeah but i but yeah i mean i don't know i i I always I mean, I did go to a state school and always thought I would go to a state school. Right, right, yeah. right. No, that's a very common California experience. Oh, totally. No, I, yeah. But it, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. So, and she's from New York City. Oh. So I think that it is a common thing in New England. Yeah. Where like, you don't, like that isn't as like, maybe state schools aren't as prestigious or like they're not as UMass good. UMass Amherst is the, the Yeah. Right. 
I don't. I can I, think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. Yeah, because it's just like it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> Even like well, yeah, you what you learn like, later is that it doesn't unquote, matter where the school. Fuck you go. Like it just yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it doesn't. doesn't matter. Yeah, go, so go, go to, to the th- cheapest one <laughs> and go to the one that you f- go to the one you want to. Yeah, go to the that one you, you want can to. afford that you can afford and aren't going to go into massive amounts of debt. Yeah, you should only take out however much debt you could get earn in one year. There you go. Financial planning with Julia and Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so then we go to the winner's circle, and they announce the second runner-up is Hannah, that girl, that bitchy girl. Yeah. And the first runner-up... Well, we didn't say this one part. Oh, sorry. So when they do the questions, they're like, what oh. advice would you give to the youth of today? Yeah, sorry. And Joey says, I would tell them that popularity doesn't matter. Yeah. It's about your integrity. Yeah. And she just like mic drops and walks off the stage. Yeah, like it's kind of a cheesy speech she gives. Like she, it's a lot. It's a long speech. That. I just paraphrased it. Yeah. I, didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want you to suffer through it. Yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, it is. It's very good. And she's and she kind of says like you know be nice to people who mm-hmm. don't come from the same station as you. Yeah, like you might find a good friend. Yeah, I mean take that advice, Joey. But like. Also, you know, I read it as she was taking that advice. Like she, I just wa- met with Jen in regards. No, to No, that's what I mean. Is okay. she kind of? It felt like she was like, "Huh, yeah." Jen is my friend, and I should have realized that. Like I'm judging her with the same malice she judges. I feel like I'm judged by society, right. you know. So kind of understanding that. Okay. But then also being like, popularity's fleeting and stupid. Like just maintain your integrity and in who you are, and like that will be make you feel confident you know, and better and happy <laughs> good advice no matter what age you are yeah totally yep. yep no i feel like that's really good sound advice you know totally um so yeah we go to announce the winners yeah and the bitchy girl gets second, second runner, runner up. up and she gets two movie tickets <laughs> two movie tickets to Rialto. Rialto. <laughs> and then the first, the first runner, runner up gets, gets a full day of beauty at betty's hair barn which i wrote <laughs> is basically a Shit's creek joke 20 years 20 years prior <laughs> and it's joey joey gets she the runner gets up first runner up and then Roberta wins. Yeah, the fucking Peace Corps, Julia. Peace Corps later. <laughs> but like, you kind of have seen throughout that she's good at everything she's doing. No, they, like, she's like, as you're watching it, even in 1998, you're, you're like, like, oh, that girl's gonna, gonna win. win. Yeah. Like, yeah. for sure. Like, yeah. you know, she's already established she's a senior. Like, you know, obviously yeah. they're gonna give her the scholarship. But, yeah. You know, Joey can win it next year or whatever. Totally. But uh, <laughs> still weird. Yeah. Um. So then outside on the dock, Gail and Dawson, like, come and meet Joey. Yeah. and gail's like you were so great oh my god like i voted for you yeah i wanted you to win yeah you beautiful and then um, like do y'all need a ride and dawson's like no no we'll walk we'll walk <laughs> and the chantal kreviazic song oh okay, is okay. Playing. Uh-huh. yeah <laughs> definitely not the last time we're gonna hear one no of no no um and um dawson is like i'm speechless she's like for the first time you've left me speechless yeah He's, he's so shitty. <laughs> so shitty. For the first time, I didn't want to take up all the space in the room. <laughs> that means I love you. Fair. Ugh. Fair. But, um, and then Jen walks up behind them on the docks and sort of they hold hands and turn away from her so they don't see her. And she sees them do it. Yeah. And like, oof. Yeah. So, like, it's hard to tell whether it's her desire. She's 
it's her desire of Dawson or her desire of being friends with these people. Yeah. And, and of like, you know, being sad that, that the person that you were dating is moving on. Right. You know, it's hard to tell where that's lying. Yeah. But she's kind of already dated Cliff a little. Kind of. Maybe. She's had three first dates with Cliff. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Dawson Dawson is like, Dawson and Joey, they go and sit down and, Dawson says she has a newfound confidence that's just burst from her. Yeah. And she's like transformed in this beautiful girl. And he's like, you know, I know what it took for you to get up there and do that tonight. And I I, I had a note that I really liked this, mm-hmm. that like, this is the good part about knowing someone so well is mm-hmm. that like, she doesn't have to say anything. He knows what that meant, right. that she got up there and sang and like all that stuff like, yeah that's it's a big deal like it is the first time in the show we've seen her in a dress yes it is and and he says um which is like a famous line from this show <sighs> i'm sitting with my best friend in the world and my palms are sweating yeah <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i mean i'm sure 1998 aaron was like all right cool like you know but i had no space for him in 1998, Julia was like all in. Like this was the dream. Yeah. Here was the dream. It was coming true. Yeah, you know, I like I felt it so deep. So he's like, I've known you forever, and I'm just seeing you for the first time tonight. Right. And her face sort of falls when he says this. He's fucking bomb. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, I thought I always wanted you to look at me the way you look at Jen, but. That's not what I want. That's definitely not what I wanted. Well, I want you to look, look at me at and me. see me. Yeah. And like be in love with me, but me. Yeah. And not like. She's like, I've got integrity. I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. So right. That some, I get some dick, you know. <laughs> and she and she says this line that I remember from the time um, and I love where she says, you know, this is just lipstick and it's yeah. just hairspray. Yeah. And like tomorrow I'm going to go back to being Joey. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to look like this. Yeah. And, you know, her thing is sort of like, you didn't see me. You did not see me when I looked like this before. Yeah. You know, I get in a dress and I put on some lipstick and and I put my hair up and you see me. And now what? Yeah. Well, she's ultimately being like, you still don't see me. Right. You see this character like this, you know, princess that I've been made up to be. Right. And she says, you know, tomorrow I'm going to be this too tall girl from the wrong side of the creek. And like, I go back to that, you know? Yeah. And Dawson's like, you know, he can't go back to the the way things were. But Joey says, you've had a lifetime to process this. I can't spend my life hoping you might look at me before you date between when you like are dating other people. Yeah. And that goes back to what I've been saying this whole time is like, he's spent this lifetime being like, she's my friend. She's my friend. So to her, she's like, he process that like whatever funky feelings they have it doesn't matter he just wants to be friends with her which is why she's never really felt comfortable like telling him that she's in love with him right because she's a good friend and she's like well i don't want to throw this wrench if he's decided that we're just friends right and so she's like oh that's why it's fucking awkward and complicated between them you know yeah because she's in the middle of being his best friend but also having feelings for him yeah, I mean, I and think... he's selfish and has never thought of any of these things. Right. So yeah, like, I mean, I think he has not thought of it. No, of despite these every single person being like, "Joey has feelings for you," he's like, "No, she doesn't." 
and then walks away. Yeah. yeah. And it's like if you're really friends with someone or like, you know, even if if so many people say this, you'd be like, oh, go on. Well, and maybe you go me, home and think about it. Let me hear what you have to say about this. Like, you know, like, why don't we talk about this? Or you would say to your friend, like, everyone says these things. I don't like, what does this mean? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just talk about it, you know? Yeah. So um, we go over to Pacey and Hannah, the bitchy girl. And, yeah. and they have like, they have a conversation that I like. Yeah. Where they kind of like, Hannah kind of like admits that she's the black sheep. She's like, listen, all my fucking siblings are so goddamn Super successful. successful. And like, I'm I like, can't even come, I can't even win this fucking like local beauty pageant. Yeah. You know? And basically, like, you know, last time I came home from boarding school, no one was there. Like, the dog is going to spend more time at that house than I ever will. Yeah. And it's a similar callback to Anderson where Pacey's like, you're lucky you're in boarding school. And she's like, what the fuck do you mean? My parents literally shipped me off and I have no one, you know? And so kind of like seeing like just the way on the whole when you're growing up, you think everyone, the grass is always greener. Yeah, totally. That life would be better. And it's just like, no, childhood yeah. fucking sucks. It's so miserable. Yeah. You get to make zero choices on your own. Yeah, yeah. So miserable, yeah. you know. And like, while it doesn't excuse her being a total cunt, <laughs> <you know? laughs> uh, they kind of see like they have this common ground. Yeah, they do. I liked it. I, d- she, I thought it could have been done with another character that we already knew, but I liked it. And she's just kind of like, I think what you did was fucking ballsy. Yeah, she gives him credit. Yeah. And and then it's kind of like they kind of have like a nice little moment. I think it was good for him to see like in his mind, he thinks everyone sees him as this like fuck up. And like really most people his age see him like a little bit ballsy. Mm-hmm. Just like the yeah. like, you know, uh, kind of free flow in like does what he wants. But like just like, yeah. I don't know. He stands up for. Yeah. Kind of like a right. groundbreaking. Yeah. Like. Uh, independence that when you're young you don't you don't have that um, in you yeah and then we um we go over to Dawson's front yard and Jen comes up behind Dawson and they sit on the steps of his house yeah she's like how'd the piece go he's like it's a blip on the news you know (laughs) (laughs) and then and then she says you know that she wants him back yeah and you know he says see that he's not in a spot where he can do that right now yeah, she's like, is it too late for another chance? And he's like, oh, I just don't think this is the yeah. right time for this. Yeah. And he has some things that he needs to figure out. Yeah. And she's bummed. Bummed. And, and he's, she's like, well, you know where I am. Yeah. And then she leaves. And then the opening piano music to On My again. Own starts again. Again. Why are we here? And Joey's. It's, it's Joey singing. Joey singing. <laughs> And she's looking in the mirror. And she's like, her hair is down, her makeup's off. Brushing it. And it's the first time she sees herself as pretty. Well, and she also, like, she puts her hair, like, like Dawson is, like, smiling. Like, it's kind of like they're kind of, like, having, reliving their, their night. yeah. Well, and reliving their night in their head, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Dawson's smiling. And, like, Joey um, puts her hair up to, like, and I thought also... Like, she sees herself as pretty, but also to sort of remember what it felt like to have her hair up and have Dawson look at her like that. Mm. Like, that, you know, she doesn't want that, like, but it doesn't mean it didn't feel good, Mm. like, to have that moment. Like, that's kind of how I read it, Mm. is, like, you know, there's, there's, like... So the way it's cut, it's even, like, 
he's looking at her. It's kind of like it. that. Yeah. Ugh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, even now, like I cannot help but get swept up in the romance of it, mm. even though I don't really like Dawson that much as a character and like, don't think that he's a very nice person, particularly to Joey. Um, and or anyone or anyone <laughs> that's true or anyone but like um you know it is romantic mm. in very um in the ways that this show does romance um right now like where i ha- i do have to put some things like to the side mm-hmm. but like i don't know okay maybe i'm explaining this weird like do you know that song um friday night friday i'm in love by the cure yeah yeah. it like makes me feel like i'm in high school again like it gives me that like feeling of like we're out and we're doing nothing but Uh like it's great yeah and this like storyline in this Mm -hmm. show and and there's a scene in the next episode that i'll i'll talk about as well where um it like makes me feel in that like giddy butterflies in your tummy like the first time you're experiencing any of right. this way like it gets me yeah <laughs> even if even if it's not like you know 1998 Julia was like all like b- fucking bot hook line and sinker right, like right. I was in on this right to 2020 Julia you know I- I've got my I've got my apprehensions right. whatever also I know what happens but um, in the whole show, yeah, in the entirety of the six seasons, right? But like, there's this part of me that it makes me feel that again. Mm. That same thing that I felt when I was 15 and or yeah. 14 and watching this show. It makes me like, right? I, I feel I I remember. I guess I feel like in this go around, I haven't fallen in love with Joey the way I did the first time, right? And so that makes me like less in it, yeah, with her and Dawson, you know, because like yeah. I said before, you wanted what she wanted, you know, and so you're like, okay. But I haven't fallen in love with her because she's like, she's kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah. And I, I've fallen in love with her in an entirely different way. Mm-hmm. Like, like I hear you because I haven't fallen in love with her in the same way that I yeah. used to. But like in a different way of like really seeing her as like, this is a person who has lost a lot already. Yeah. She's 15 and she has lost a lot of people. Yeah. And she, you know, is living a day-to-day life that's like probably really fucking hard. Yeah. And like so that has given me a lot of softness to her that I right. feel like I did not feel right. um in that way. Mm. Like I felt much more like I related to her right. and now I don't feel as much like I relate to her. Right. But I just feel like I feel very much like I I feel for her. I feel right. deeply for her. Like I want to like wrap her up in a blanket yeah. and protect her kind of like, thing. Like I think 1998 Aaron was like, oh, she deserves something good because of her life, you know? Right. And, and, you know, me now, I don't think people deserve things like romantically. Like right. it's not like that. I don't think that word has a place within it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like in this episode, it's hard for me to be excited for her because like she even calls it out. Dawson desire the first time he looks at her with love he's not looking at her so it's like he took away this thing that she wanted like she doesn't get that she doesn't get the first time he he saw her it was like he fell in love with like her with lipstick on yeah yeah i mean it got me thinking a lot about like particularly people that we know Mm -hmm. And when those feelings change mm-hmm. and like how those feelings change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, it's it's when it's happened, it's like never been because of um, 
like an outfit <laughs> totally <laughs> i mean you know not uh-huh. to like distill it down that much yeah like i think there's part of it that like he sees her and she's so confident and she's up there and she like sings you know she like does yeah. things that like normal kind of shy joey wouldn't yeah. do but like i feel like it's always more of an action like someone does something where you see some new part of them where you're like holy shit and mm-hmm. then are attracted to to you right know, like then it shifts or for them they're so analytical to me it just seems like it would have happened through a conversation (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah to me it just like possible all these times people were like dawson wake up you love her yeah he never went to her and was like why do people keep saying this let's talk about it and they could have really had this like you know hashed it out yeah because that is their relationship you know Mm -hmm. so like that would have felt like a more authentic way to come together to me yeah um but I didn't write it. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> oh, man. So who okay. are you reading for? I mean, I'm definitely rooting for Jen and Joey to be friends right. and to continue this, like, whatever tentative steps towards friendship they're they're yeah. embarking on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm rooting for Pacey to get out of the situation that we have, like, now yeah. kind of seen the breadth of. And I'm like, okay, get that guy out of there. Yeah. I mean... There's this part of me that's like rooting for Dawson to be worthy of Joey, mm-hmm. you know, like be a person that like can really like be in a relationship with this woman who right. or this girl who like loves you so much. Mm-hmm. And like, I I mean, there's a part of me that would be really happy if he did that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I definitely am rooting for them because it's what or I'm rooting for Dawson and Joey <laughs> because it is they need to figure it out if she has these feelings they need to embark on this journey and see how it goes yeah 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 they do need to figure it out yeah Yeah. and like so all right it's gonna be a rough ride for you i think (laughs) (laughs) but okay (laughs) so well we got six more seasons five five more more seasons seasons. (laughs) (laughs) all right right. thanks for listening uh you can follow us as always on twitter and instagram at dawson's critique you can email us at Dawson's Critique at gmail.com. Uh, we love your emails. Keep them coming. Um, you can follow my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. Uh, we want to shout out our boy Kilia for making the dopest theme song. You can find him at Go Freaking Crazy. And um, you can find me at on Twitter and Instagram at Pesty1079. Um, we would like to thank Andrew Bush for making us sound warm and uh, cozy <laughs> and inviting. Check out Rare Bird Books on the internet at rarebirdbooks.com or on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Rare Bird Lit. This has been a Rare Bird production. My life to be over.